0: I love the fact that there is that psych safetyness in our team where we have that vulnerability where we say like I didn't know how to do this but I gave it a go and I can do better next time yeah. but it's all good and we still can show up confident within our team yeah. and not feel judged in a way like exactly. that's still really important yeah. having that safe environment to be able to show up as a confident person even if you're not feeling so.
1: Yeah you have to have confidence that you're going to fail but it's okay yeah, to fail yeah. because you're just going to get better. Here's some tips on how you can show up as a confident leader. Welcome to the Marketing Mentors Podcast brought to you by Red Pandas Digital. My name's Tasha and I'm joined by Linda. And today, if you didn't pick up on that, we are talking about how you can show up as a confident leader. Now, before we get into the actual tactics of how you can show up as a confident leader, I do want to share a few, I guess you could call them, you know, vulnerabilities, if you will, of things that I've experienced and that is, um, you know, for a long time and maybe it's kind of, you know, a bit of imposter syndrome for a long time and even still to today I have moments of, you know, am I, uh, am I good enough to be a leader? Am I, um, you know, am I experienced enough? Am I fighting against something that is there or is not really there? I sometimes feel like being a, you know, younger female that that is, you know, a weakness in a way. I do also think it's a strength. But, you know, some these thoughts come into my head. I can't can't help that they come into my head and definitely play a part sometimes on my confidence and whether or not in a good or a bad way. I think it's important to stay humble, but I definitely think that there are moments of, um, you know, doubt in my mind where I don't know if I'm, you know, good enough or experienced enough to be the leader that you all need of me or that I've needed to be in the past.
0: So it's, yeah, it's interesting. I guess as well, T, it probably – plays into your head more so depending on who's in that call or that room with you, you know what I mean? Like historically if we look at leadership, I mean it's getting better now when we talk about women in leadership, Mm. but, you know, if you are in a call and you have a call full of men and they're older and, you know, they have that confident, authoritative personality behind them and aura behind them, then I think it makes sense that you do every now and then experience that feeling. Yeah. Where – it's like, you know, oh, how am I going to shop, be confident, and hold my own? Exactly, with these people. yeah. And it's yeah. also,
1: it's like, a, I feel like sometimes there is a fine line between showing up, being confident, and knowing what I'm talking about with a little bit of uh, like maybe arrogance has to yeah. come with it so that I'm, you know, I'm not like, just trotted all over. Yeah. But also a fine line between someone then just calling me a bitch, which has happened plenty of times before. Really? Yeah. In calls? Yeah, I'm yeah. Yeah. Well, no, not in calls. I'd be afterwards. Yeah. I'm um, yet, Moby's the only person that's called me a bitch <laughs> to, to my face. face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Maybe you as well, but that's about it. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I've had like, I think in just in terms of, I do think we have to show up a bit differently. So yeah. the tactics we're going to talk about, I think everyone can apply them. But do you know that they're going to be a little bit skewed for Mm. us younger females yeah? uh, because it's the experiences that we've been through. But with that said, you know, we know, you know, Moby shows up to a lot of his meetings like this as well. We see it um, and we learn from him. Um, And, you know, with that said, let's get into some of those tactics. So the first one that I want to talk about, and we won't spend too long on it because we actually have a whole other podcast episode on it, Mm. but it's just being mindful of power diminishing tactics yeah so like i said i won't get fully into it go back and listen to that episode but the key ones are thanking people for their time at the end of a session so um, like not doing that yeah, don't do it. Yeah, yeah. So being conscious of those power diminishing things, they will erode your confidence over time. And not only will they erode your confidence, they erode, like we said, the power. And that all yeah. plays
0: into the the dynamics of a session or and being it's, a leader. It's really just a framing thing. Yeah. So it's rather than just like not saying it, I guess it's thinking about what you're saying and framing it in a way that makes you appear and look more confident yeah. and authoritative. Exactly. So rather than you know, saying at the end of a call, thank you for your time. Mm. You can instead say something like, this was a really great session. Yeah. Like, we showed up a 100 today. Exactly. It's I'm so inclusive. excited for our next session. Yeah, exactly. Let's do this. Exactly. That yeah. inclusive
1: um uh, approach or attitude as opposed to thank you for your time and then yeah. getting it off of that, like, it yeah, power diminishing, right? I guess
0: as well, like, you'll never see a doctor really say that to you. Exactly. You know, we, we yeah. go to – See our doctor and they won't say that at the end. Uh-huh. It's like, okay, yeah. like, see you next time. Exactly. Have a great day. And it's it's just assumed, yeah. you know, that that's the dynamic between patient and doctor. Yeah. It should be the same for you, whatever role you're in. And the same for us where we have client and coach. Yeah. You know, client and, and consultant.
1: Yeah. Leaders and their team. Yeah. Uh, that and still on the, the topic of being mindful of power diminishing behaviors, but you've got things like being over time. So don't go over time. Don't be late. Respect be prompt, your time. Respect your time and your team member's time or your client's time.
0: Yeah, and and sometimes that will involve sending uncomfortable messages yeah. and that's where, you know, like that vulnerability piece. I was just talking to you today. Like I think there was a, a client that we had or I had a – um not a retainer client, just, you know, like a HubSpot client. And they were running five minutes late to my session with them. And, you know, I sent them a message just saying like, I can give you five more minutes and then I'm going to move on to something else. So sometimes it can feel uncomfortable, but you need to make sure that you keep that confidence and that authority. Otherwise, you know, people won't respect you in that way.
1: Exactly. And then just the, the the last few ones on that one is, you know, small talk. We all we all love yeah, small yeah. talk, but let's be real, small talk, um, it does, one, erode power in a power relationship, sorry, in a relationship, but mm. then also um, it's kind of useless. Like as a leader, you're not there to just chit-chat with someone. There is a time and place for small talk, you know, Friday Arvo Bees or whatever, or like wherever you're going to go, do that. Do that then. When you guys are in a meeting and you're on work time, let's work on what we need to do in that time. Um, yep. Similarly with, you know, filler words, I love my arms and 100% <laughs> and then, you know, all that type of stuff. But be conscious of those and how they can erode your power over time. Finally, radical candor. This one's probably really, really, really important to take note of is when we're not radically candid with our team, mm. we are not only losing uh, power, but we're losing their confidence in yeah. us because we're meant to be helping them grow we're meant to be helping guide them we're meant to be empowering them I actually have a really nice quote that I'd like to share at this point in time <laughs> okay. that Linda might not agree with me with oh my gosh. but it's um from someone called Jennifer Granholm which maybe I should know who that is but I don't but um the quote is sometimes leadership is planting trees under whose shade you'll never sit so if we just <laughs>
0: look at that a little bit if we're not radically candid. If I'm listening to this podcast right now, I'm pausing okay. and rewinding. <laughs> what does she just say? If we
1: don't nurture our our team or the people that we're leading properly and we're not radically candid with them and we are not open and direct and come from a place of high care and, you know, directedness, then we are not allowing them to grow to the yeah. big trees that they need to be and providing yeah, yeah. shade for others. You know what I mean? Like what a beautiful metaphor. <laughs> it's like no oh my god it's
0: like way up in the clouds for me I'm like I need more directness I'm gonna come back to that metaphor later (laughs) because it's so powerful Uh, but I do get the point in that you know being confident in in how you show up is part of you know being able to leverage that directness and if you can't leverage being direct to people while also being caring then there is that element of not showing that you are authoritative You, you know you can't you're not able to display how you're feeling in a healthy way. Yeah. That makes sense. Exactly. Being direct, being being caring. Yeah. They should go hand in hand. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. go back
1: to that episode of uh, power five power diminishing things that you might be doing or behaviours and be mindful of those. Being a leader, instilling confidence in your team and in yourself, be conscious of those because it it feeds into your team. They feel it. They're aware of that. The next one I want to talk to, or Linda, I think you mentioned is your – Non-verbal cues. Yeah, so
0: just on verbal as well, T, yep. I will say, so, you know, with confidence and, and showing up as a confident leader, like T just said, you can do that verbally and there are verbal things that you yep. should work on and non-verbal. On the verbal side, something that I particularly have been working on is incisive communication ah, yes. to you. help me show up as being a more confident leader. So that's the concept of straight line communication. And it really is about trying to use as few words as possible. And that's something that I historically have been really bad at. Yeah. Like, I'll mumble around, particularly if I'm talking about a topic that I'm not certain about yeah. or I'm super nervous, mm. a thousand words will just naturally come out. So, so many
1: people do it though. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's, it's natural for a lot yeah. of people. But for me personally, like I noticed that I do. I did that a lot. Yeah. So I've been working on the incisiveness with all different calls that I have, even in my personal life, like yeah, nice. I've noticed as well, I'm telling a story personally and it's the worst storytelling yep. because I'm just going on for too long.
1: Yeah, yeah. So
0: yep. being incisive with your words makes you a more effective communicator and therefore in turn makes you appear more confident.
1: Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Gets to the point quicker as well. No one needs to hear wiffle waffle, baffle. Unless you're listening to this podcast. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) Yes, we're not always incisive in this podcast, but obviously it's a different type of content. Yeah. And I'm not leading you right now, guys. We're just talking (laughs) about some really cool things. With that said, we'll jump into nonverbal.
0: Yeah. So awesome. I guess with nonverbal, there are two places in the workplace, I guess, where you'll apply different types of nonverbal behavior and that's either a face-to-face or it's on Teams and you yeah. can, you can do different things. So I guess, you know, when we talk about our Teams calls, for example, so you're on, or a Zoom call, for example, there's a way in which you can show up yeah, um, and act in a way that even without speaking shows that you're a confident person.
1: What are some of those and ways?
0: I, and, you know, I'm going to, I'll say some, but I I guess with this as well, like they seem so basic, but a lot of the time we forget the basics. Yep. And we often don't see it. Like when I'm speaking to people on teams, I won't see the basics in some of this stuff. So for us personally and me personally, when I'm on a call, I will stand up yep. on a call because you just have um, more I guess presence. yeah, presence behind you when yeah. you're standing, as opposed to kind of sitting yeah. down. When you sit, you relax. You know, that's yeah. what you do when you're relaxing. Yeah.
1: You sit down, you slouch, might sit back a little bit, sway on your your seat. Like, there's all these things that you do subconsciously that, yeah, when you when you start to stand for some of your meetings, and like I do it pretty much uh, every meeting now,
0: um, you notice a huge difference in yeah. the way you deliver, the way you show up, even how your voice comes out and projects. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, so standing is is one. Um, outside of that, I'll say you know, pay attention to your body and react with your body to what that person's saying. So yeah. if they're saying something that's quite serious, like leaning into the camera, so I moved away from the mic. never yeah. leaning into the camera, <laughs> leaning into the camera <laughs> in a way. You know? Yeah, but I guess you know physical yeah. cues because yep. these just show you as a better listener yep. and you're more emotionally intelligent because yep. you're in tune with what they're saying and it just Im- it kind of increases that, that authoritative type yeah. aura that you have. Yeah. And your, your yeah. team is going, oh, my my leader, my team, they're listening to me. That's right. They're engaged
1: with me. Yeah. I have confidence in them because I'm actually being heard. I feel like I'm being seen and I'm, I'm valid, I'm valued, you know. It, all these things that an employer will think of, sorry, an employee will think of. Yeah. And be feeling, they might not realise they're feeling it, but they are feeling it and they're picking up on these things that you're dropping, the way that you show up, the way that you listen, the way that you talk. Even your face. Yeah. <laughs> like if you pull a face yeah. or if you're looking down. Or if you're like me and I have a shit poker face. <laughs> yeah. So I have to be very careful when I'm in a bad mood <laughs> Yeah. to quickly hide that because my team will pick up on it and yeah. then it rubs off on them like – you've seen multiple times yeah so it's yeah yeah, it's being a good leader you have to be so self-aware of those things yeah and that's how you get that confidence in your team to have confidence in you with that said you also need to be open and say hey i'm not perfect yeah i have my days yeah like most of you have seen where i'm under the pump and i can't hide that poker face and the stress comes out but I'm open with my team. And it's like, you know, bear with me. I'm going through this journey as well. I'm learning to be a better leader too. Yeah. And your team might go, okay, cool. She might not have all the answers, mm. but she's open about not having them and is open about growing. That vulnerability. Exactly. Yeah. And the team are like, I okay, can't, I'm cool with that too. And we just grow and learn and become better together.
0: Yeah. And we I all have, have this. Say, shared I love that. Confidence. I love the fact that there is that psych safetyness in our team where we have that vulnerability where we say, like, I didn't know how to do this, but I gave it a go and I can do better next time, but it's all good. And we still can show up confident within our team and not feel judged in a way. Like that's still really important. Having that safe environment to be able to show up as a confident person, even if you're not feeling so. Yeah. You have to have confidence that you're going to fail,
1: but it's okay to fail
0: because you're just going to get better. Well, I mean, I know for myself, you know, I'm more of an analytical type personality. So for me, sometimes I'll sit on a thought before I say it in a group setting mm. um, and I'll kind of overthink it, if you will, before yep. I feel confident enough to say it out loud. Not always, but I guess sometimes in a, in a setting, I'm like, oh, should I say this now? Should I wait till later sort of thing? Um, but having that that kind of, as you say, that workplace facilitates the ability, yeah. even as an analytical thinker who's not so extroverted to say those thoughts and I mean if anything's been taught like over the years I think no question or no thought is a dumb thought yeah and if you have that question then I guarantee someone, someone else, else in the hurts. room is also thinking it yeah. but is worried to say it yeah exactly no dumb questions yep
1: yeah yeah just
0: dumb people no I'm joking
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking
0: <laughs> you bitch yeah yeah
1: <laughs> see see <laughs> to my face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's nah, all good. All right, so on the non-verbal, you know, Linda's mention- mentioned being your body language, standing, sh- you know, showing up and, you know, leaning in, your face, the way you, you know, react to certain things. Yeah, you make your face fix your face. <laughs> make that a snippet. Your face. <laughs> but yeah, those those are all key things and it's yeah. just that's one element of all the things that you should and can be doing to be a confident leader or instilling that confidence in your team Yeah, for the way that you lead. Yeah. The last kind of bucket we'll talk about is this idea of being a forever learner or a forever student. So actively learning and always being on the, the, you know, journey of learning more and being yeah. better, being better than what you were yesterday. I think that that trickles down again into your team. Mm-hmm. And if you event ever get to this place where you go, I've learned everything and I've got nothing else to learn. Then you're an idiot. Then you're (laughs) an idiot, yes. But also that's going to feed into your team. Like do you want a team of people that think that they've just – they know everything? No, we want we want students. We want people that are hungry to learn, that are humble, and they know they don't know everything, but they're actively pursuing to learn more and more and more. Yeah. And uh, I actually have another quote oh, that I'd <laughs> like to share. This one's full of quotes today aren't you? <laughs> This one's not as philosophical. But um, this one's from John F. Kennedy. Leadership and learning are indispensable. <laughs> I'll ruin that. Let me oh, do, that no. <laughs> do that again. Don't do that again. Leadership and learning are in Whoa. What <laughs> I read? indispensable indispensable I got it right the first time <laughs> leadership and learning are indispensable to each other
0: so basically you can't have one without the other no which is a shorter way of saying what you just exactly. said. exactly hey yeah. I, I put some like fluff around it come on <laughs> yeah
1: exactly and I said John F Kennedy that makes it more real uh, anyway so I guess
0: what we're basically saying here is that You know, to be authoritative, to show up as being confident, you have to also be a a prolific learner. You have to keep upskilling in what you're doing because, you know, to achieve confidence you still have to have that level of degree where you're keeping up with your craft, keeping up with your industry. And great coaches, you know, like what we're striving to become, are just always working on themselves. You know, you look at the best athletes in the world and they have coaches. Yeah. so Multiple yeah, for different
1: disciplines and different areas of things that they want to you know achieve yeah and it's this uh idea of being a forever student means you're also super open to all of the feedback yeah no matter how uh constructive uh, this feedback can be and it's a matter of being open and actively seeking this feedback so that we can do better and be better and strive yeah to be better i sometimes i actually just jo- genuinely go out looking for the feedback. Yeah. Even though there might not be anything there, I'm looking for it because I'm always, I am always trying to find a way I could be
0: slightly better. What I will say on that as well, as part of that kind of learning and being a forever student, Mm. part of that I think is very important is reflection and to be, Showing up as a showing up as a confident leader, I think that it's important to also reflect on what kind of leader you want to be. Yes, thank you.
1: Yeah, it's a good one.
0: And and I think it's important to have that time where you do reflect on okay, who have been my leaders in the past? What are things that I've liked? What are things that I've not liked as much? Yeah. And making sure that you are doing that framing exercise because you know confidence is one thing, leadership is another, and you need to understand. Both components of it. Yeah. And your vision for both. Yeah. You know, on where you're currently at and then where you want to get to. And then, like I said, refer to those people that you've had in your life that have been really great at one or the other, or yep. not so great at one or the other. And that helps you move in the direction yeah, of I really showing like up that. as a confident person. There's yeah.
1: a, um, a mindset leadership coach that I um, follow on uh, LinkedIn. Her name's Lucy Allen. And she actually has three, you know, tips around how, um, how you can have your confidence action plan, if you will. And she mentions along those lines of, you know, be aware of your leadership style. Like how do you want to, how do you want to lead? Like what Linda said, look at some of your past leaders, pick and choose things you like, try new things out for yourself. Uh, there's another one she says, you know, behave as if you are already that person. Mm, so you might I like not that one. Yeah, you might not yeah, already yeah. be in that leadership position, but nothing's to stop you from acting out or I mean
0: it's a habit, right? Exactly. Like if exactly. you do it enough times, you will adopt those exactly. traits.
1: Embodying those traits straight away. Yeah. And then finally challenge your thinking. Mm. So you don't always have to be thinking the same way. You should you should challenge yourself. You should you know question whether or not you could be doing something better or you could be thinking or approaching or feeling a different way about something
0: yeah but yeah yeah I like that I think you know for what we do as well it's quite easy to just say these things and I've found that there are certain things that I can do in between my meetings to help me show up as a confident leader as well Yep. Um, and there's a few tips that I have here as well so I guess you know for what we do we have you know, some days back to back meetings and, you know, you carry the energy from the previous call into the next call. And sometimes it can be hard to show up and be in the right headspace. So if you are, you know, um, in meetings back to back, what I'd encourage you to do is if you can kind of take three to five minutes before the call Mm -hmm. and just get into the right headspace again, step away from your laptop, take a a few deep breaths. Yep, That way you kind of putting yourself in that positive headspace where you can show up the way you need to for the next call yeah um and if your mind starts wondering as well Mm -hmm. so if you are trying to kind of take the deep breaths and you can't do that then something that you can do is kind of go to your extremities i know it sounds funny but just you know finding um the feeling in your feet for example and trying to focus your breath and your energy or looking at your peers bringing
1: yourself back into that moment yeah. Uh, remembering where you are and, yeah, like like Linda said, just focusing on those extremities and, yeah, you know, realising that, you know, you're human. Yeah. These things happen. And with that said as well, Linda, one of my, like, leadership, um, you know, traits is I'm, like, so transparent. Yeah. Sometimes a strength and a weakness, right? Sometimes it's to the point where, you know, you have openly said to me before, you're like, tea go and get a drink of water you look pissed off yeah right whereas there's moments where that's also my strength because I'm so transparent with my emotions when I'm like absolutely flattered or astounded by what the team have done I I can't you start know, crying I, I start crying I'm so and happy you start crying <laughs> exactly so it's like it's this um you know I think yeah and depending on the, the leadership style you want to have like I'm cool with that leadership style yeah my team know that I'm like this, like we were saying before. psych like safety, transparency. You guys know I'm like this. I do my best to keep it in check. But there's moments where... I need my team to help me yeah and that's what we're here for for each other so I think your leadership style differs a little bit for your team versus your the way you show up in client meetings yeah but I think we've given listeners a lot of things Mm. to use in different settings today whether it is with clients or whether it's with your team there's lots of stuff you can take from this to really implement in your you know your professional way that you show up try Mm. some of these things with your family as well
0: some of them work (laughs) some of them backfire yeah True. (laughs) you coach your husband into doing something you don't want to do doesn't quite work I don't know how less words with my mom would go she'd be like what's wrong with you exactly what's going on
1: yeah Yeah. I tried the yes and with Sean and he just got really frustrated (laughs) (laughs) yeah Yeah. (laughs) but look it's yeah communication it's fun yeah showing up as a leader try different things be open to you know constructive feedback Um, and be be ready to, you know, sometimes hear things you might not want to hear.
0: On that, there was one quote that Moby said with me that stuck. Oh, yeah. And it was, don't let your losses get to your heart and your wins get to your head. head." Yes. And that was really good because there will be sessions that I have with clients here and there, like it doesn't happen frequently or something happens and the losses, like I really struggle getting over the losses. And it's just such a good point. To be able to level yourself in highs and lows, so yeah. that way you don't take what's previously happened in, in a previous week yeah. and then go into the new week with that affecting yeah. the way that you show up into a call, yeah, I love or that. a meeting, I love or the that. way that you do the work. So I really loved that yeah. quote. I do love yeah. that one.
1: Unfortunately, Linda, I do think that's something you have to go through, and then yeah. you realize, yeah, you realize when you've taken something too much to your heart or too much to your head. And then someone makes you aware of that, then you're mm. like, okay, cool. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna let that happen again. Yeah, yeah. But I do like that one. Thank you for sharing.
0: That's okay.
1: Well, with that said, that has been uh, our episode. A roller coaster. Yes, yes. <laughs> lots of emotions um, in that one. I don't know how they're gonna cut this up. <laughs> Have fun, uh, and yeah, until next time. Thanks, guys. <laughs>